Hey, beautiful people. My name is Amber, and this is A Nanny's Life. This podcast is dedicated to highlighting the full experience of career caregivers, both on and off the clock. So welcome to the potty, friend. Make yourself at home. Friends, my goodness, I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, We're going to talk about grandparents and village management, because I feel like we don't talk about that enough around here. Um... And so for this conversation, I brought one of my favorite nannies in the whole entire world, my good friend, I can say now, for real, for real, <laughs> Elle, welcome to the party. Oh, thank you. You said friend. <laughs> I mean. Yes, you yes. are my friend forever. Oh, I love you. Anyway. <laughs> good morning. I love you, Elle. Yeah, I love you. Anyway, my name is Loa. I go by L. I am a New York City-based career nanny with about 15 years of experience. Do not try to calculate how old I am based on that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, that's me. I'm she, her. That's it for now. Yeah. What's up, friend? Oh. I can't believe we're doing this. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm doing good. I know. We're finally here. We're finally, we're finally here. Good. And we're having a good, fun conversation. Who doesn't want to talk about grandparents and just part of our everyday life as nannies, right? Yeah. I think it's, it's one of the subjects that people don't hear much about because people don't know how to talk about it. People don't know how to speak to it. Um, but as a nanny, nine times out of 10, you're going to have some interaction with grandparents. Um, and in a lot of cases, you develop your own relationship with your nanny family's grandparents. Um, and I see online all the time, people are like, how do I navigate this? How do I work with grandparents? What's the protocol? What's the policy? Um, so I guess my first question for you, Elle, is... Have you dealt with grandparents in every position that you've had in childcare? Yes, I have actually been very fortunate to deal with a set of grandparents that is nearby and a set of grandparents that is far enough that they need to plan their visits. But overall, in Mm. every family that I've been with, there's been a set of grandparents up to now having to deal with loss of grandparents. So it's, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. I definitely underestimated it. I started my first job. Um, I had one little, um, excuse me. I had one little baby in New York and the thought never crossed my mind (laughs) that I would be hanging out with grandparents because in my mind you hire a nanny or in my mind then y'all, let me, Uh let me be clear. I have evolved. I have grown. But in my mind then, you hire a nanny because there's no one else to take care of your kiddos. Um, And my upbringing included a lot of grandparent care myself. Like, my grandmother was the babysitter um, a lot of times. So I went into the job with the expectation that, you know, if I were to interact with grandparents, it would be a handoff situation, you know? (laughs) And in my first job... I learned that that's not how that works in this industry. <laughs> um, and I 
you know, I don't want to go into too much detail about, you know, specific people or anything like that, but there are grandparents who, like you said, will be local and you'll interact with them on a more frequent basis, but maybe not as long term mm-hmm. of like in the moment. Um, and then you will have grandparents who don't live in town and a lot of times they're coming in and they're staying for a while. And they want to hang enjoy out with the you. time with the kiddos and you are there. And they you're do. Like, Wait, but the parents are out at work. This is supposed to be my time. And you mm-hmm. just have to navigate mm-hmm. that and celebrate the fact that the grandparents are there. So it, it gets tricky, but I definitely hear you. I remember my first time working with grandparents uh, they came in on a Thursday and I was coming from a point of like grandparents come I'm getting off early <laughs> so <laughs> right exactly <laughs> came and I started to like clear up and I was like oh they already ate dinner it's five o'clock and grandma <laughs> goes oh yeah we're just gonna hang out with you guys until and I remember just my heart and how judgy I was at that moment I was like you don't even spend that much time with him and you're here and all of that but then I've come to truly understand that as a professional they're not there to relieve me they could offer but I still need to do my job you know so uh, but like you said I've also evolved (laughs) yeah no it's hard to it's hard to navigate because so many things come up so many questions come up like the number one thing that I have struggled with over the years is who's the boss who's my boss and who's the boss of the kids because sometimes you know grandparents my mom said this to me the best being a grandparent is supposed to be fun you're supposed to be able to take what you want (laughs) enjoy what you want and then leave like that is the point (laughs) so having to learn that for for myself and not to take it personally that you know I'm on the clock but also there's this other capable adult (laughs) and can they dictate what our day looks like or am I still in charge of that should I be going back to my nanny parents should I be you know am I managing their relationship or are they going to figure it out and then you know so have you ever had to have a conversation with any bosses of yours about you know trying to get on the same page where grandparents are concerned or has it always just worked smoothly for you oh um now it works smoother because I've gone through those conversations. I like to say that with nannying and grandparents and just extended family in general, we have to kind of have clear expectations, but we also need to lower our expectations and understand mm. that they are not the parents. And as your mom has said it so well, they're here to have fun and sorry but as a nanny we tend to not be the fun fun people like my charges love me don't get me wrong but i'm not the fun person like 
Yeah. Mima and Poppy will always be the fun people because they come, they're not going to say, oh, hey, actually, you need to put your clothes on yourself. They're like, oh, I'm going to help you get dressed. And it's also the same thing with food. So I actually, my first conversation was based up because grandparents would come right before lunchtime bearing gifts mm. and who mm-hmm. wouldn't be excited to see those when you have a nanny who's presenting you with eggplant parmesan and on the other side there's twizzlers you get to choose (laughs) and here's the thing we all know what time the kids lunch is even though Mm -hmm. it's well communicated even though the grandparents knew i had to learn that i just needed to be a little bit gracious and i just needed to roll with it and as a professional it was my duty to develop ways to be like okay kids i see me like grandparents came in with blah 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 how about we eat just a little bit of this or how about we continue playing with them just be flexible and coming to realize that even with the young kids i know we look forward to the downtime even with the young kids one day of grandparents popping in or two days of grandparents popping in and messing up the schedule to me i've come to embrace the fact that those moments with their grandchildren and great like they will remember that Mm -hmm. and at that moment it's hard to accept right because we want to go through the schedule we're professionals listen we, we know quiet time is coming and all those things. But in a bigger picture, um, I had a mom boss actually who was like, my parents come here twice a week. You have a lot of time with the kids. Just, just let it be. I do not care about, they can eat whatever. It doesn't matter. And I had felt the pressure from the parents to make sure that the kids were eating a certain way. So I was just mm-hmm. in this middle and I'm like, wait, I'm trying to please you. I'm trying to do what you are asking me to do because you are my boss. And that moment helped me realize that sometimes it's important to just be like, hey, mom boss, dad boss, or how, what, whoever is your, like the parents, how would you like me to navigate this when they come in? And oh, are you flexible? Mm-hmm. And also watch when you are there and the parents are there watch how they interact if they let things just be don't come in and be like the 911 cop and be like okay this is how (laughs) it's like that's just it and i've had to learn that and so yeah yeah and i i think that's key because and that's where the emotional intelligence comes in that we don't really acknowledge before we become nannies you have to be very mature um mentally and emotionally and understand that most things are not black and white when it comes to working with these families so yeah definitely take your cue from your bosses when you see them with the grandparents and the kiddos because really we're there to sort of serve as like a liaison you know to help foster and nourish these connections with grandparents with other members of the community um we're really village managers sometimes and i think 
I know I personally take way more on than I should when it comes to mm-hmm. trying to stick to the schedule and trying to yeah. get everything accomplished and trying to be the perfect nanny while also having these coworkers who have popped in for a short time and getting to know grandparents without their grandkids, which I have had the privilege of doing in a couple of cases, yeah. you get to see their motivation you know, and, uh-huh. and the reason why they want to be involved, the reason yeah. why they want to pop in for an eight hour day, but also the reason why they're not necessarily comfortable just taking it all on themselves. Yes. Which is how you end up along for the ride. Cause I'll never forget my mom. Again, I talk about my mom a lot. Y'all, she's my best <laughs> That is beautiful. But, um, my mom was my first inspiration for getting into childcare. She's a baby whisperer. She's very good with children. And, you know, whenever she sees small children who need guidance or help or whatever, she dives in. And one time she kind of took in this family. This um, younger mother had some twins and needed some babysitting and just kind of some help navigating life. So my mom decided to bring these girls on um, a day trip. We went to like a farm to pick pumpkins or something like that. Anyway, the car seats gave her trouble. And that day we had the longest conversation about expectations of older caregivers because raising children is nothing like it was 30 years ago when grandparents were raising (laughs) children. Standards have changed, protocols have changed, technology is so much more advanced. Um, the, the gadgets and gizmos, the, the strollers, the, the car seats, the baby gear, everything the baby led just... weaning, like the way we talk to children, like everything has evolved. And my mom was saying, this is why grandparents of today typically need a little bit more help, a little bit more coaching of because course. it's a different world. When I was a kid and my mom left me with my grandmother, it was just like, thank you for taking care of my kid. There were no mm-hmm. real rules or, you know. Yep. expectations attached to it but now parents parents have expectations <laughs> grandparents have were able and... to just say no and now we've mm-hmm. evolved and a lot of parents do not want people saying no to their children and mm-hmm. it's a lot to unlearn just like it is a lot for you and me to unlearn how we were raised and come into acknowledging that this one are not our kids and things have changed science shows that we need to do things a little bit differently so i definitely agree with your mom mm-hmm. on this one. i already love her by the way so yeah I'm like, <laughs> yes she's so wise yeah no yeah. she i mean she puts herself in the position of grandparents a lot she doesn't have grandchildren yet but (laughs) whenever I would talk about the dynamic of grandparents I mean on the one hand she would be like okay well I would probably do that differently but on the other hand she would be like have you considered their perspective and especially thinking about grandparents who don't live close because the the way it works is if they live close you're going to see them for a short period of time you know but more frequently but if they don't live close you're probably gonna see them in a big block of time, right? A couple weeks, a couple months. Depending on how the family operates, they may be staying in the same home that you work in and you may have to really learn to work together. Um, But in the grand scheme of things, if it weren't for you, the nanny, these grandparents would not get this time. They wouldn't get these interactions. If the kiddos were in school or at daycare or whatever, they wouldn't have as many opportunities to connect. 
to build that relationship. And that's how I usually view it. I, as somebody who is adopted, I did not grow up with grandparents. And I've only seen grandparents from like friends and all that. But at the same time, being an African and just being somebody who believes that it takes a village, even though my mom's had such good community and I was raised by everybody in my community. And I try to remember the fact that like, there is absolutely nothing like having that village. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is different for each family. For my moms, it looks like, oh wait, you're finishing at three o'clock and the lady from three down uh, from the house, three blocks is going to pick you up. And it's like, okay, cool. But right now it looks like, oh, by the way, Mima and Papi are going to stop by on Thursday. And even though we all already know that Thursdays are my favorite day, we get to bake and everything is going to be interrupted. But that's just what it looks like. And I've had to also, like, I think that as nannies, it's very important that we do not take each thing that is said or done as though we're being undermined as professionals. And Mm. I think that's where a lot of this pushback and lack of just built like interest in building strong relationship with grandparents. It's just based on, Oh, that means you don't value me. You wouldn't do that to your teacher, but you're working in somebody's home. And that Mm. right there, it just changes the whole thing. Like, which I just truly believe that if we knew that we are truly part of a team and we're willing and knew that nothing that anyone else says is going to take away from the kind of caregiver that I am. Mm. So it just allows that, it, for me personally, it allows me to take in the good and the bad as they say it. Am I not going to get frustrated? Oh, sure I am. But then at the same time, I also know that they know that I am a good caregiver. Even when they doubt it, I know that I do my job to the best of my abilities. And the parents have kept me around because they know this. Is it different from what the grandparents might want to see? It could be. Do sometimes my favorite, like I'm very close with my current nanny family's grandparents. And (laughs) it's cute because I actually was texting with MB recently. Like I literally sent her a screenshot and was like, you can't make these things up. Like something her mom had said. (laughs) And she goes, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. And I'm like, you don't need to apologize. Like it's your mom. (laughs) Right. But it's just a matter of the kids were in camp. Just a quick uh, example. The kids were in camp. They would get on the school bus at 8.30, come back at 4.15. I'm the nanny. (laughs) I am not... I help with certain things when time permits. But then I also just end up with like more than five hours of nothingness. Mm -hmm. And to the grandparents, that just seems like, wait, why why is she not doing anything mm-hmm. and not understanding the roles and 
what I can do and cannot do. And I've been with my nanny family for like six years, but I still have my boundaries. But at the same time, for the grandparents, this is the first time that they've seen me just literally switching from one couch to another, depending on the room. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is just like yeah no kids what else let me go get ice cream but mm-hmm. grandma literally had oh you need to start organizing the closets and i'm like how many closets do we have in this house like 15 um there's a housekeeper but it was just a matter of understanding and not taking that to heart right and understanding where she was coming from she's like you must be bored and i'm like not really i'm on the <laughs> internet all day <laughs> I'll find something to do. (laughs) Those are the things that I truly believe as caregivers we take so hard. And Mm -hmm. I know it's like, oh, this person doesn't understand that I also need a break. They do that know that we need a break. But what that looks like to them could be different from what it looks like for you and the parents. Just something just roll with it. Laugh it out. I'm like, yeah, I'll think about it. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. And I I think it's worth considering that grandparents have a very different investment emotionally in the lives of these kiddos. So, you know, sometimes we don't understand (laughs) the things that they may say to us or the situations that we end up in. But if you look at them as a whole person and as a person who is trying to establish a lifelong connection with someone who is literally walking around with their DNA. It helps you put into perspective like, okay, this four hours today, I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to have my Kindle on hand. I'm going to be ready when they need me, but I'm going to get out of their way and let them make these connections because quiet as it's kept and as hard as it can be to swallow, we're in their, in their lives for a season, you know, those family bonds and connections those are forever, <laughs> you yep. know? And now. that's what—that's what grandparents are thinking. They're like, thank you so much for helping my family, but yeah. this is my family and yeah. I'm in this for the long haul, so. I see your passion. I see how much you love and care for these kids, but I also know that there is an end date to this. Mm-hmm. And I think that as nannies, we need to keep that in mind. It doesn't matter how much you put in, there is an end day. And like, you, you just said it so well. And it's like, like, I have one of the healthiest relationships with grandparents right now. But it also took work, you know, right? because after all of these things, like yesterday when I leave, she sends me the most amazing message, like, thank you so much. Like none, like the French, like the relationship we've built with the kids wouldn't be like this if it weren't for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I I guess I am doing something right (laughs) because sometimes I even question myself because mm. there are days where I just have to tell mom boss and be like, hey, you know, this week is just not going to be best for other people to be coming in because we are trying to adjust schedules and all these things. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. Are they going to say yes to everything? No. But I'm fortunate enough that I work with a family that values my views and they know that I want nothing but the best for the kids 
and they even though the grandparents want the exact same thing but sometimes they may just not understand that the kids need three days to adjust to school before we can take them to Coney Island in the middle of the day <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and that goes back to the game. world being different too it's a yeah. different because when our parents were kids they didn't get these sort of considerations because people didn't know that it would be helpful and beneficial to them so when our parents yeah. were kids they were dragged around they did whatever you know they were seen and not yeah. heard or you know everything was very different and as as a person who has done a thing that mm-hmm. thing being raise a child being then told by someone younger than your child even how to then Melissa. raise their grandchildren <laughs> that's a tough pill y'all that's 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 hard for anybody <laughs> to hear like you did it cute but I do it right, um, which is why I try to get out of the way and let grandparents create their position because, like, my relationship with these kids is one thing. Your relationship with them is going to be completely different, and I definitely won't be the one stopping that from happening. I mean, because I've had jobs where the grandparents would come see the kids during my work day <laughs> and then leave before my bosses got home. And, you know, thinking about that, they would never have seen the kids if they weren't able to visit with me. If I were to put up a wall and say, you know what, I'm not dealing with grandparents. Um, So it's just like, I don't know, like, think about. Think about the blessing that it is (laughs) to foster this connection and think about in the grand scheme of your job, right? In the 52 weeks. Well, hopefully you don't work 52 weeks every year, but. In the 50 weeks you work in a year, spending four or five days with a grandparent, helping them to create this connection with their grandchild. Is it that bad? (laughs) That's the question. Yeah. No, that that truly is the real question. And I think it just, I don't know how we got to where we are because when I read and see conversations from many years on social media, when it comes to grandparents, they are constantly presented as, I don't want to say the enemy or anything like that, but they're those yeah. people who come in to mess up. Do you get my point? There are no right. professional grandparents. Right. Hello, there are professional ladies. There are no professional right. grandparents. And yeah. As professionals, we are the ones that need to learn to adapt to our environment and it's going to change i just think that as caregivers we can truly look at this from a different perspective as in oh these kiddos get to do life like you said not just with me they are building strong relationship we know as professionals how much relationships mean and how what benefits and all those things then why do we have these double standards when it comes to grandparents if or anyone else that comes in and doesn't do things the way that we do things you know um, right. anyway i know that a lot I, I am gonna hear a lot of wrongs when it comes to this because i'm almost always on the other side not because i think that grandparents are great uh don't make mistakes or i think that grandparents or I just want people to walk all over us as nannies like just put it I just truly believe that 
these strong relationships that they build, when I am no longer there, I want them to have that strong bond because they trust me so much. They already see Luando trusts the grandparents. So it's just, it's an easy thing. Just, just let it be. Um, I just rumble this. No, that it makes, it makes total sense. And I think to your point, there is, we do tend in this industry to complain, but we, we complain about other people a lot (laughs) because again, there's that notion that if I'm coming to do this job, it must be because no one else is able to do the job. So we gripe about grandparents. We also gripe about work from home parents. We also gripe about cleaning services come. We also gripe about teachers having different standards at school than we have for the kids at home. And I think, again, if you think of yourself as more of a village manager than just an independent entity, it'll help you keep your perspective. Because I'm not going to lie, sometimes, sometimes... It is hard for me to be that village manager. Sometimes it's hard for me to know that if I were in control of the entire day, it would go smoothly. (laughs) And because I'm not, now I'm having to put out fires that I did not start. That that could be frustrating. And I think that's where a lot of the online complaints about grandparents stem from is knowing that well, if I did this by myself, it would be super easy and super straightforward. But because I now have other people to contend with, <laughs> it's yeah. a little bit harder. But I think we just need to talk about it more and establish that this is part of the job. Because I don't think I would have struggled as much adjusting to dealing with grandparents if I expected to deal with grandparents going into it. A lot of people just assume yeah. they should be the only person ever you know, on the clock at once, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I always say, like, for me, you just have to learn ways. I always say, I don't want to be a snow plowing nanny. I don't want to move all the obstacles for my kids before they go through them. But when other family members come in, I already know how the kids work, like, like things and sort of stuff. I can set the environment. I can snowplow a little bit to ensure that they have an environment that they can all just enjoy each other's company. Like if I know that every time they try to do X, Y, Z when the grand, uh, extended family and grandparents are there, things go south. Why not just put out like right now? My favorite thing is the grandparents come. I live out the board games like Uno. I'll live out memory game things that I know that they can all one have a conversation they're talking and they're having a good time will there be some conflict yes but is it gonna be different than if they just come in and there's nothing and it's just everything is out for sure and so Mm -hmm. far being aware and also just keeping in mind what time are they coming are they coming early in the morning? Are they coming after breakfast? If they're coming after breakfast, okay, great. Grandpops can take them out. They will either do bikes, they can go for... Just be mindful. Like, also presenting it, being excited to see them. Like, oh my goodness, you're here. They just had breakfast. 
um, it would be a great time for them to be outside. Are you open to that? Not like, oh, mm. we're going to go outside. We have, there's got to be, are you open to that? Would you be like, even whatever it is, as long as it's outside, they were very excited to go outside. And then they have the choice to make as in, oh, I don't want to run after these kids on the scooters, but I am okay pitching baseball to them then everybody doesn't feel they the grandparents don't feel like oh now you're making me do the job like the hard job that's running after or any of that they just all do something together and at least where i am that works really well <laughs> what was so well for you no i that's interesting because I'm typically kind of the opposite. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm handling the meals and then I'm letting you do what you want. And I'm letting you know that I'm available if you need me. But I think your approach is so good. Cause it's almost like how they, how, you know, researchers tell us when you're talking to children, right? Instead of just telling them what to do all the time, where you can give them a choice, give them a choice. Don't leave it open-ended. Because then yep. sky's the limit. But if you have an A and a B option, it's easy to just choose something and feel like yep. you're part of the process. But also these A and B options have both been vetted and they're both good ideas and we, we can work with both of them and it won't be yep. the end of the world. I like that. I and like that. And there isn't a lot of like, I do think that I also am at peace knowing that the basement is not going to be everything is out of the closets then mm -hmm. i have an hour and a half to clean up i also know that i don't have to be managing their interactions as much i do, i don't have to be as involved they get to do these things just them and the kids so i personally find that that just works really really well um, yeah that's so smart. So you make a plan, you verbalize the plan, but you leave flexibility yep. in the plan for oh, the yeah. grandparent input. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yep. Uh, I love that. No, yeah, it, it I had worked. someone... It... Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I had someone message me one day asking because they found out that grandparents were coming into town and staying for about a week in the house that they work in and they were really anxious. They had never done this before I think it may have been a, a relatively new nanny but they were very anxious about managing everything and about staying on top of everything and the first thing I said was throw that out the window no. and allow them to be grandparents it's a short yeah. period of time in the grand scheme of things the only thing you can do to prepare is talk to your bosses yeah. and ask them you know clarify what their expectations are um, and what sort of interactions you can anticipate. Cause some, some grandparents will come in town and stay at the home, but they're out of your way. Like they're like, yep. I actually want to see the city that you live in. I actually want to yep. take a walk and relax. And then you have some grandparents who would really like to be a fly on the wall and just mm -hmm. witness the day. And it's like, everything. Yes. it could be With hard, it could be frustrating, yeah. right? But like, okay, this is one day out of 300 days. I can I can do this one day. I can handle it. And it's also just, oh, they are actually interested in what these kids are doing. And I always view it as when they are not there, they will have these memories. Um, one thing that COVID has truly helped me 
has kind of held better me as a caregiver has just been seeing and helping these kids build strong relationships with their entire family mm. and it has been a little bit of work but at the same time coming from the zoom and all that and not having because my charge is their grandparents don't live that close so they went for months without seeing them which mm. was something new and mm-hmm. that challenge that was a challenge for me how do i help foster these relationships and that's like for me personally it was a matter of like okay i need to come up with a schedule i literally invited the entire family this is lunch time who wants to do lunch bunch with the kids i know it's zoom it's easy the kids looked forward to this they would do lunch bunch and quiet time another grandparent in a different country was able to read a book with them we literally were able to do everything to the point that when time came for them to see each other it wasn't oh what have you been doing what have you been it's a uh, oh can you show me now that i'm here i'd like to see that painting you worked on do you know where it is Oh my goodness, these colors look even better in person than they did. It's the lack of interactions. The more we prevent these kids to have those interactions with their grandparents, the harder it is for them when they're actually there there. Mhm. That's <laughs> true. Because they don't really know just nothing in common. The kids also just feel like, okay, now you're here. Uh maybe I should just show you how loud and crazy like like you know but truly <laughs> i i truly believe that even those text messages i know it can be a lot but as a professional just make it a little bit of an effort you know what mm. i mean and mm-hmm. that you will see how you the children that you love and care for thrive when they are interacting in person with grandparents. Yeah. No, I loved, you know, hearing about what you did during the pandemic to foster those connections. I think it was brilliant. I think it's great that you took that initiative. And I know that like your bosses and your kiddos and the grandparents like so appreciated, you know, that sort of consistency and like feeling involved. I think getting to know grandparents yourself it you start to see their motivations you start to understand why they may speak the way they do why they're so invested in certain aspects of life um but it also i love getting to know grandparents because i learn more about my bosses you know from the perspective oh, yeah. of the people who <laughs> created them and raised them i i love it i honestly understand my bosses so much better when i know their parents you know oh yeah Oh, for sure. And then I feel like I can be a better nanny to them because I know where you're coming from. I know I know a little mm-hmm. bit of your baggage. I know a little bit of your yeah. background. I know enough to yep. really, you know, anticipate what and you need. And my grandparents will share those things with you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, the grandparents yeah. will will share those things with you. It's just for I I truly believe that we just have to embrace those moments and mm-hmm. you said it so well it's a like 
you don't have to be managing them, right? Exactly. Just embrace and getting to know them as people, not just、mm-hmm. as people who come in to be. Like that relationship. If I, if as a caregiver, have zero interest in getting to know the grandparents, what kind of an example am I setting for my charges?、Mm-hmm. They can、and、sense that. And I think we, they, they can sense that because they can sense that if the parents do that to their yeah grandparents, and they will act in that way. Oh, who cares? Like. Nothing matters. You can say whatever. Nobody really listens to you. But when we show interest and talk through, and it's okay to say, "Hey," when the grandparent says, "Hey, we're gonna do, we're gonna come back tomorrow and do X, Y, Z," and the kids are there, you don't have to agree. It is okay to say, "This is a great idea," but tomorrow at this time. Might not work. How about you? One, you're not shutting them down. You're also showing your nanny kids that, hey, I'm not saying no to this, but we don't have to say yes to everything. I am、mm. a huge, huge fan of just communication and being clear and showing my nanny kids that I am not perfect. I'm not gonna do it all, and sometimes I just don't know. So I can、yeah. also say I need to check with Mama and Dad and see if this is going to work with the schedule that we have for tomorrow. And it、yeah. shows everybody, including the kids, that we are a team. Period. I、It's、love that so much. One person or another, and my charges. The four-year-old is. I don't have favorites, but. Right now, he's at that stage that he literally repeats everything, and he's like, "Just so you know, everything starts like that. We need to really check with my mommy and daddy because we all need to agree. Because it's not even fair if we do it the as like it's just they've seen it. They know that that's just how we make things work. We want、yeah. to do things together." But we want to make sure that everybody is involved. But then I'm a consent fan, so that's yeah, that's too. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so three keys to getting along with grandparents. Three three things, three important things that L is gonna say we need to focus on as nannies. Three things. Lower your expectations. Check 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 that. Lower those expectations. To communicate clearly, and number three, just roll with it.、Mm. It's not that big of a deal. I know nap time not happening is hard, but <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> sometimes the kids will get cranky, but just once in a while, just roll with it. Not everything is worth. A fight over it. Like we are about building healthy relationships, and you can also say, today we can do this, but if we do it consistently, it's going to disturb their schedule and how they function and all this. Like communicate it in a clear way. As a professional, the grandparents are not. Keep that in mind. That was a lot. 
<laughs> no, that's perfect. So I got to play, you know, devil's advocate for a second here. I know this is not your life because I know, uh-huh. Elle, you have no problem saying how you feel about <laughs> things. But imagine you're a nanny who spends a lot of time with grandparents, a lot of unexpected time with grandparents, and you feel like these grandparents are not respecting you because maybe they're changing up the plan a lot. Maybe they're not communicating with you. Maybe they're going against what your bosses are expecting and putting you in the middle. How do we handle that? Well, again, it goes back to learning to communicate. If you're a professional, you're going to have to learn to communicate. It sucks when you feel like people are coming in and overlooking you. But what you allow, the grandparents are going to say, oh, she was okay with this. They were okay with me coming in and doing this. I could continue doing blah, blah, blah. So from the moment that it happens, not um, I know that I said you can let things go, but that doesn't mean you should not communicate, which is why I said, be able to say, today we messed lunch and the afternoon is going to be rough because when they do not eat or when they do not get rest, it's just hard because they are young. Communicate that. I want you to continue to have this time. Talk with the parents. If you are afraid of bringing it up with the grandparents or you have not developed that relationship, go to the parents say, oh, the kids got to play with the grandparents. It was really beautiful, but it messed up uh, the afternoon. They were unable to just thrive as they usually do. In the future, can we all just plan to have the grandparents come in a little bit earlier? They can come in before lunch, sit and have lunch. I know a lot of people like, oh, the kids eat better without. Like, the kids will eat. (laughs) The kids will eat what they want to eat. They don't need to eat. But then again, I have different views. But overall, it is all about as a... as nannies, we're so quick to talking about how we're like professionals, not babysitters, yet our actions do not show that we are professionals. Professionals communicate clearly. Professionals do not make decisions based on just assumptions that, oh, somebody just doesn't value my opinion. You talk mm-hmm. it through. So That's to that nice. nanny, I would probably, the first question is like, oh, what steps have you taken if you have not taken any steps you cannot expect a different outcome you cannot expect the grandparents to act differently because you are showing them that you are okay with them Mm. coming in and taking over everything Mm. yeah yeah and that's something that we don't do as nannies a lot of times is address things the first time we always want to wait and see if people will figure it out read our minds our body language or just you know get a a message from god that we're not okay with that interaction but a lot of times people just don't realize a lot of times people don't realize yeah and that's that's the root of all these issues most of the issues that we have is that we constantly think that be it parents or grandparents they know better even Mm. if the family has hired a nanny before they do not know 
what your boundaries or what your expectations are unless you communicate that. And mm. being an employer, they're not just parents, they are employers. It's not easy to navigate that. And as a professional, I should meet these people halfway because I know how I want to be treated, right? They don't. Mm-hmm. It's my mm-hmm. duty to meet them there. Is it going to go smoothly every time? No. But the more we practice these things, the more we communicate clearly, the better mm-hmm. and the less of these issues we're going to have. Yeah. Because and that clear communication elevates the entire industry. Like you think you're just having a, a tiny conversation about a gripe about dishes or laundry or whatever, but the more we get in the practice of communicating clearly, yep. openly, consistently, <laughs> and setting and maintaining these boundaries, the more standardized these things will become across the industry. And it won't just be about grandparents. It won't just be about chores, no. you know, but we're, we're learning. We're rebuilding this industry, honestly. You know, the we're we will be treated as professionals. Right. Right. Exactly. We're rewriting how we function <laughs> and how we move through society and our and our we we got to talk about it. We but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> oh, clearly, clearly we're going to need. Yeah, clearly we're going to need several episodes to talk to L because I just love talking to you. I feel like so many times you bring the other perspective, right? There's like the general idea that nannies can tend to agree on some things. Like I remember we were talking about working for uh, higher profile or higher net worth families. And a lot of nannies were like, nope, never, nope, never, nope, nope, nope. Everybody was like, nope, 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 never. I was like, excuse you. <laughs> Put some respect on my game. There are ways to be happy functioning with higher profile families. So I just want to thank you for always talking to me and always bringing the knowledge, regardless of my opinion. <laughs> I, I, mean, I love it. You've taught me so much. Of our friendship and just getting to know you has been, even when I'm like, hmm, I, there's that mutual respect and mm-hmm. understanding that my way is not the way. I just have to figure out how did you come to the decision that this works? And this is the same thing. We always say that every child is different. And because we are caregivers, the way we care for these children is going to look different because they are not the same people. So um, I just yeah. always think that we could be more mindful and open-minded and understanding that we might be, even though we're all nannies, our roles are still different and Mm -hmm. in all honesty if we could also accept that there is always something that we can learn from every person there's no oh i've been doing this for 20 30 years so you can't teach me anything new oh you can't come in and tell me how to do this it's oh i see you are doing it differently than i do it why just open be be open it it makes i honestly always say that my job is a lot of people would say it's very challenging but i enjoy my work so well 
because there's that mutual respect and communication. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. I think you're a beast. You're amazing. Oh, you're amazing. No. I, I that's how I here. look at you. That's how I look at you. I'm like, oh my goodness, three kids. I don't know how, but you also approach it with so much grace, Amber, and you care for those little humans so well. And you also love what you do. And I, do. I love that. It's very evident that you love what you do and you this industry is important to you. There's something about people who value the nanny industry that I'm always like, I see you, I like you, I'm gonna get to know you. Because yes. I did not just wake up and be like, Oh, I need a plan B because life is not or hey i need to do this for five seconds until something better comes i love this mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i i love being able to help families raise their kids early childhood education and child development all of that is very important and we provide something special quality child care so yeah Okay, I'm so friend. blessed to be in this industry with you <laughs> that's what i would you say. are so bomb you are so bomb alright guys we're not going to take L's entire day um, this was such a good conversation though and I we, we need more so just Thank be ready I'm going to be calling me. you oh, I can't believe we just had this I was so nervous because I'm like I've never agreed to any of these things and how does it work <laughs> and this is but this is how we talk this is like how mm-hmm. we talk Like, so it didn't feel weird so I love that yes um, Yay, I'm right, so friends. glad. Do you want to share your IG handle? Do you want to talk about any things you have coming up with Nannies in the City? or? Ooh, listen, now you're plugging <laughs> your friend. <laughs> so, um, aside from being just a passionate nanny, I am very passionate about creating a community for nannies. And here in New York City, if you're in New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut, there is the nannies in the city. And we don't just bring nannies together. We're building a community. We have things from brunches. We're going to have a holiday party coming up and retreats. And all it takes is just bringing nannies together and growing together because our brunch or happy hour might look like eating, having a drink, but also going through interview skills. So that's just what we do. Anyway, I didn't expect that plug. And now I'm like, ah! (laughs) No, I love it because I think that a lot of nannies are searching for community. Um, And the earlier you can find your community in this career, the more sustainable the career becomes. Uh, the more you can remain in this career and thrive and, you know, live your best life and also pursue your passion working with children. So I always want to talk about when people have community events or groups or whatever, because you find your people and you can do this for a long, long time. And Elle is one of my people, y'all. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to see you again in like no time. Yes, yes. You just truly inspire me to be a better caregiver each day and to just continue and accept that this industry may not be perfect, but we are working towards making it better each day. 
and yeah. you've you've honestly helped me kind of like rekindle that love and just wanting to better this because you do that well like i mean you. you always i i could go on and on about just how much <laughs> i love you just so the world knows i went to your dms i'm the one that's lit on the dms people <laughs> best <So>. dm ever <laughs> oh, i'm good. so glad you did friend oh. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for talking to us. Y'all better follow Elle on IG. She's at NYC Nanny Soros and she's got all the wisdom. So follow her. Follow me if you don't at A Nanny's Life. And we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>